Hey, Keith. Hey, Greg. How are you? I'm good, man. We uh, we just snuck in our November episode here you on bet. the last day of November. So we're, we're got happy. one a month, dude. One a month. <laughs> we can Almost, do it. Actually, that, that's really not true. I think we're on we're on ten. So what what we missed a month. We did miss a month. I miss we missed uh maybe July, July or something. July or August, the, the the hectic days of summer. Yep, exactly. Well, this is Godfather. Cliff Notes for the Mind and Soul. I'm Greg Heineke, a middle school principal and a lifelong learner. And I am Keith Long, a Lutheran pastor, author, also a lifelong learner. And uh, and this is our thinking twice about Thanksgiving episode. 64 total episodes. Yeah, that's something. That is something. That's something. Yeah, I tip my hat to you, sir. Well, back at you. Thanks yeah. for, for joining me on this endeavor. Uh, we uh, we like to mix it up and do different things. And so I'm, uh, I'm appreciative of your flexibility and, uh, and just trying new approaches to this weird thing called podcasting. <clears throat> and so tonight... I read this article about the real story of Thanksgiving. And since we are just a couple of days past Thanksgiving, I thought we would devote our time to that article and some other uh, facts about uh, Native Americans, which is a uh, significant piece of that article and uh, in our Thanksgiving tradition. Yep. So are you ready for uh, some some trivia? Yeah, the hot seat. We're bringing it back. I'm bringing it I'm, back. Well, I'm, I I'm gonna go kind of easy on you because good man. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, like I took a couple of quizzes online, and they were they were mostly softball questions, and I I usually only got like two wrong. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna read. Uh, this is from uh, a BuzzFeed article from October 12th of this year. Uh, 20 interesting historical facts about Native Americans that we never got to learn about in school. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read these and I'm going to see if you can spot the fake one. All right. You, you know, when we set each other up for this though, that failure is sort of inevitable, uh, but I, you know what? So I'm we learn. Let's, let's do it. Okay. The Sequoia tree is named after Cherokee leader Sequoia who helped create an alphabet for his people to use. Number two, many words such as chipmunk, pecan, pecan, if you're in the South, and skunk come from an Algonquin language. Uh, Number three, more than half of the U.S. states have names based on native languages like Connecticut, Utah, and Kentucky. Number four, indigenous communities have lived in North America since about 12,000 BCE. Number five, the goal of the vision quest is for an individual to earn the tribe's respect respect as a leader. Number six, the Iroquois went trick-or-treating before anyone else ever did. Number seven, Christian missionaries mistakenly believed totem poles were symbols of native gods. Instead, the totem pole signified family status, and they often depicted animals important to the families who put them up. Number eight, the marriage between Pocahontas and John Rolfe was the first recorded interracial marriage in U.S. history. 
And number nine, many indigenous peoples converted forcibly or by choice to Christianity, uh, to the Christianity of the colonizers. Hmm. So I'm picking out from all of those, which one? From is all you? those, which one did I tweak? Did you tweak? Um, I'm going to say the, they had a lot there. So I guess I'm going to go all the way back to number three. So With, number three, you guessed uh, more than half of U.S. states have names based on native languages like Connecticut, Utah, yeah. Kentucky. Yep. That is actually true. The fake one was the goal of a vision quest. Oh, where did it say it again? So the goal I wrote, the goal of vision quest is for an individual to earn the tribe's respect as a leader when the actual goal of the vision quest is to make contact with the spirit world. Sure. For the individual to do that, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, these just fascinating. Uh, The trick or treating, uh, they did that during an annual winter festival. Children would be led around by the village, around the village by older uh, women to collect gifts from different families' homes. So that was legit. Uh, The the words chipmunk, skunk. Yeah. uh, Another English word with Native American origins include chocolate, potato, and poncho. Hmm. I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, the totem poles. Yep. Um, they were built as memorials to their ancestors. Yeah. So, yeah. Did where did you get them from? Numerous resources, or did no? You... These were I took. There were twenty of them in the BuzzFeed article. I, okay. I chose nine, and then I. The Got vision it. quest. I've always been interested about the vision quest and yeah. Native American spirituality. So I, I actually, uh, I wrote that. Went and looked for, you know, a, a sentence, and then I just kind of, yep, inserted my own thing. Yep. Um, yeah, cool. it wasn't until 1978 that American Indian Religious Freedom Act was passed in an effort to give Native peoples the right to express and practice their own beliefs. Ridiculous. 1978 1978 ridiculous so yeah well <sighs> yeah the christian uh christianity does not come out well no <laughs> when you look at the native american history in the the beginning of our of our uh our nation yeah so let's let's um let's look at this uh if you if you would like you you your article came from it's going down do you know what what do you know about that source is it a a bunch of native american authors or historians or what do you know uh i don't know a whole lot um based on the website here they're they're a digital community for um anarchist anti-fascist on an autonomous Oh boy. Autonomous? I don't know. How do you say that word? Um, I don't know. Auto like as in Autonomous. like Autonomous. Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Pull it out, Keith. There we go. Come on, wordsmith. Uh, autonomous anti-capitalist and anti-colonial movements across so-called North North America. Our mission sure. is to provide a resilient platform to publicize and promote revolutionary theory and action okay so they they publish content and uh repost articles from websites which share their perspectives yeah uh, yeah so yeah i i i think it's good you know i mean 
You can't believe everything you read on the internet. Sir, no, right? No. Yeah, and so, and everybody's I, got a website, and everybody's yes, got exactly uh, right. You know, everyone's got all that, but uh, so I'm not. Know. I'm not questioning it in that regard. I'm just curious about because I, I'm I'm interested. I I want to yeah. know, um, and and maybe we'll talk about it on a future um episode. But I, um, one of my bromances, um, besides Malcolm Gladwell, as you know, is um. Adam Grant. Yes. And I just got uh, audio of um, Think Again, his his newest um, book. And it is it's it's amazing. It is it is just so good. Um, And we'll have to talk about it. But why I raise it here is because it it, it fits. It's about people being um, scientists. And, and wanting to actually not have, you know, you don't have the answers. You're seeking them out. You're looking for them. And he has a quote. He quotes um, George Bernard Shaw um, at the beginning of one of the episodes. And, and Shaw said, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Mm-hmm. I thought, what a great statement for just this episode, which would be, I, I, I certainly am ignorant and non-educated and all kind of those, the, the raising of my um, education it did not really include anything um, with Native Americans, limited. Or, Very limited. You know, like the whole stereotypical cowboys and Indians and those horrible things. Yep. So it took until I got to be an adult and being a curriculum specialist and working with a native american woman who um we were we were working within languages and stuff and we added in um ojibwe and so that's where my first education which was really only about 10 years ago started which is again super embarrassing but it fits right. this because i i mean i'm interested i'm interested in what they have to say you know and th- these perspectives and how how to look at it you know think again and and to be open to with curiosity so I'm I'm super excited that you you brought this to my attention. And I think, you know, if, to start at the end of the article, I think is a good place to start, you know, kind of uh, piggybacking on your sentiment there about, you know, we didn't know any of this. And uh, this this is not what we were taught when we were growing up. Uh, this wasn't in the books uh, yeah. that we were given to study. And uh, I just thought, you know, like, oh, why, you know, why have we gotten this false, you know, history and, and why were we even, why were we even told about them at all? Yeah. You know, like they could have, they could have easily, you know, just erased it and not even told us anything. You know, uh, it seems like, I mean, they had such a power play on, on Native American, uh, you know, relations you know, just ridiculous, but, um, but they, you know, based on, uh, this kind of the article's last paragraph, uh, to many writers and educators at the end of the last century and the beginning of this one, they, it was important to have a common national history. Mm. And so they went back and told uh, a contemporary mix of myth and history about the first Thanksgiving at Plymouth. Uh, and that whole thing developed in the late, 1800s early 1900s uh as the country was trying to pull together all these diverse peoples um Mm -hmm. and establish this you know this kind of identity um and so the whole melting pot thing uh that came out of this and uh and and 
I guess for lack of a better way of putting it, the indoctrination came through public education. Yeah. And, and that, that was how they, you know, just were able to, um, educate and inform people about, you know, what's, what's the legal holiday of Thanksgiving mean? Well, uh, let's tell you about this, you know, bountiful feast of celebration between the natives and the pilgrims and, you know, and it's just like the whole, like this story. I mean, it's just, they just wove this tale and, and, you know, you grow up thinking, well, that's cool. You yeah. know, like let's, yeah, I love, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially for, I mean, it, it begins in, in elementary, right? Again, yeah. That's at least where, you know, you're, you're forming your thoughts and your experiences and things and you're, you're decorating, right. And you're, you're holding these little, um, event, you know, I mean, it, it just, it becomes a whole unit to then, to then, and, and I don't want to jump around too much, but the Thanksgiving, um, the first sort of that we're thankful for is George Washington. And we're thankful for all the massacres that are happening. Yep. Right. And so <laughs> he says, so we have the Thanksgiving feast held after each successful massacre. Finally, George Washington says, Hey, you know what? Let's just do one day and celebrate all of the massacres. <laughs> oh my gosh. And what a missed opportunity, right? You're thinking like, Oh, hold on a second. Why are, you know, like, like I remember reading it and I'm thinking, Oh, George Washington, he's going to come in and be like, Hey, yeah. let's, let's maybe not do this anymore. And, right. and instead it's like, Hey, let's just streamline these parties into mm. one national party yep. every year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, ah, uh, is right because can you can you imagine that th- this is in your elementary school and they're like, "Yep, yeah, nope, this is really what's going on with it versus this right. this fantasy." You know, right. it's so so limited as as I as I read through this. I mean, and it's one thing, I mean, I uh, I work in education and they're just always two, three, four, five versions of a story, right? I mean, kids are being kids. And so you talk to each of them about some throwing food in the cafeteria or whatever. I'm like, okay, you talk to that one, you talk to that one. And everybody has, it's the event, but everybody's perspective is different. So yeah, I get that. And then we go, we go to this, here's the event, but no, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's not because to, to find out really what happened versus again this is just uh you know a, a native american's perspective it, it's not george washington you know who we give all this glory to and in many ways yes but to to say yeah you know what we're going to streamline them and we're going to put it all the one like that it's just really hard to fathom and it, it's it's tough because again this comes up when you talk about history because it was so long ago and the contexts were different or whatnot. Yes. Okay. But we're responsible, responsible now moving forward to really rethinking this and, and maybe not um, doing it in the same way that we've done in the past, especially again in schools. Exactly. Exactly. So listeners, you might be wondering, well, what exactly are we talking about here? Like what really happened? Well, uh, you might want to cover uh, your children's ears uh, <laughs> if they're in the room or pause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically the, the natives, uh, the Pequot tribe were, were going to have their Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, I'm guessing this was, a, it was called the, it's a, they call the green corn festival, mm-hmm. uh, which is similar to our Thanksgiving celebration. 
Uh, meanwhile, in the pre-dawn hours, the sleeping Indians were surrounded by English and Dutch mercenaries who ordered them to come outside. Those who came out were shot or clubbed to death, while the terrified women and children uh, who huddled inside the, the, the long house were burned alive. The next day, the governor of Massachusetts Bay Colony declared a day of Thanksgiving because 700 unarmed men, women, and children had been murdered. Mm. Uh, this goes on to uh, spur other uh, attacks in nearby villages and, and uh, women and children over 14 were sold into slavery and the rest were murdered. Boats loaded with as many as 500 slaves regularly left the ports of New England. Uh, bounties were paid for Indian scalps to encourage as many deaths as possible. Mm-hmm. It, and I just think of, you know, so one of, one of our favorite movies is, is uh, dances with wolves. Mm, excellent. You know, and yep. um, even there, like, e- even though there's uh, some sensitivity, you know, to, to the, to the native American plight uh, for sure. Like, you know, I, I think they, Costner did a pretty good job of of making that story yeah. go, yeah. but I, I think you still come away with this sense of savagery, right? Yep. Uh, that you know the the only ones scalping were the the natives scalping the you know the 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 military the the, the white yeah. um, you know there's still this sense of like you know they're they're murderers as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and it's just and. I mean, obviously, they're probably used to being attacked by other tribes, and there, there is, you know, uh, some some of that warrior mentality going on. But the annihilation that takes place uh, when the pilgrims and the Puritans arrive, and that that's what they intended to do. It wasn't like it wasn't like they got here and were like, "Oh crap, there's already people here." You know, like we, what do we do? Oh, we defend ourselves, like they're like, no, we're going to, we're going to take over this whole land and we're going to, we're going to do it, you know, uh, in this really, really savage, horrible mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Because there, it, it, it's exactly that. It's, it's the Puritans looking at it as just open land, public domain, rather than coming in with that curiosity and trying to like, are there other people? You know, and there might not be any at that moment, but exploration and discovery rather than, you know, raiding and massacring. I mean, that's that's pretty planned out. I mean, where right. you left off within your explanation is the, the one sentence that follows that is after this successful raid, um, the churches of all groups announced mm-hmm. the second day of Thanksgiving to celebrate the victory over the heathen savages. Yes, right. You know, rather yeah. than, uh, okay, they're going to be different people. Let's try to understand one another. And I guess. Yeah, no, they don't, they don't come in with an open mind of, oh, let's see what we got here. They come in with an agenda. Yeah. You know, to, um, did you read that part about they came in uh, with the agenda to establish the holy kingdom, uh, the kingdom of God as prophesied in, in the book of Revelation, that they saw themselves as the chosen elect. Yeah. And so they they strove to to purify, uh, you know, everything that that didn't go along with their interpretation of scripture. So they've already set themselves up to say, well, you know, we we're right, and whatever we encounter that doesn't match, we got to get rid of it. Yep. Ah, you know, um, 
which is not, you know, that's, that's not the picture we were painted about pilgrims, no. right? No, not at <laughs> it's, all. It's like so far in a way different. And I'm just, you know, I'm curious, like how many people really knew and, and, you know, going back to that, again, telling the tale, like, how many people really knew the truth mm-hmm. of, of, you know, of what happened? And, and how many just were sold this bill of goods that, you know, um, of the story that we, that we got? And again, I, you can't, it's really impossible to place blame on any, you know, we just don't know, you know, now, but it, it's... It's really well, startling. It, it is. And that, that, I mean, I'm not advocating that all of a sudden now we go into elementary schools and start talking about massacres and different types of right. things. But <laughs> I, I am saying it, it's what you just mentioned, like the bill of goods. I've, I, I've described things like this, similar things like this to be duped, you know, yeah. where I, I, I think how powerful this this article starts off with it. Yes, there was some truth. Um, mm-hmm. But the only truth of this kind of sitting down and having the big feast did happen. And it happened once. And it was such a sliver, the whole Squanto right. piece and making yeah. the connections and whatever. Like, it's been so twisted and turned. And it's one thing to leave out the violence and whatever, because kind of, you know, those who we've talked about this in previous podcasts, like those who write history are the victors. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that part's not shocking and now finally we get to get the story but holy cow to be so duped over all these years like you know i mean reading this now at, at my at my age and finding out really you yeah. know some of these pieces that goodness gracious and to right. have it be 1978 like you said or even even just thanksgiving itself i did a little research where you know washington makes this plot proclamation um to to make you know one celebration 1789 that's where this was to then it takes to lincoln to try and pull it together on the day that he then sends troops to kill uh in minnesota of all places the the starving the starving um i think it they said the sioux my my learning has been to um it's it's that's kind of a a negative term as well i think it's the ojibwe tribe but i may be misspeaking but the point being that again these decades go by to finally 1898 we finally have the federal the federal holiday but we're celebrating the wrong stuff yeah it's all for the wrong reason it's all for this this melting pot like you say but it's not even truthful right it's it's embarrassing at at this point i guess right right yeah and yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you do differently now? You know? Um, yes. What do you do differently now? Because, you know, it, they, yeah, it happened once and it's, and I don't know, it kind of article kind of made it so, sound like it only really happened with one Indian. Yeah. Sponto. <laughs> like, like he wasn't even speaking on behalf of his tribe. Like, like later it got back to the tribe and they were like, we didn't negotiate this. Mm -hmm. Like that was all, that was all Squanto. Like, Mm -hmm. and you know, maybe they're throwing them under the bus because they, you know, realize what was going on, but still like, it's, it's like, it's not even, yeah. I mean, every fiction is based in some truth, but man, this is a stretch. (laughs) This is a huge stretch to, to say that uh, any of this is, is, 
is the real uh, the real deal. Uh, and I mean, I don't know. I think you know, there's been a push in uh, in the church in the ELCA uh, to to recognize uh, the the land that that we're on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and making more concerted effort to say, you know, this is this is where the land originated, and kind of recognize the tribes that were here. And, and so those are, you know, those are, I think, great a great start, you know, um, for doing that. But I, I just man, I lament for these, these Native Americans who have to sit and watch, you know, these Americans stuff their faces on the day mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving uh, when it's like, I mean, it's just right in their face, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I used to really love Thanksgiving and this, <laughs> this really, this really changes it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's you have that just finishing up that piece about Squanto because he's he has been the the go between, if you will, where he's he did this negotiation and he's the one that helped them. And you know, I even I don't know if it was movies or whatever, like helping them plant their crops, right? You know, and being able to, and they had such a bounty, you know, and they 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 gloss over the number of years or the amount of time, but he he was he was connected to um you know the, the british and the explorers and that it was like um they mentioned like a second father he had had among i think it was john i'm finding here um he had a very real love for the british explorer named john weymouth who had become a second father to him several years before the pilgrims have arrived at plymouth so he's already has this connections and then here's the other thing that i kind of was struck by so they're having this 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 one time they're having this big feast and it's the um the indians who were the ones to bring the food right they were the, they were the ones uh, because it was again from their their generosity and they're giving yeah. and they're trying to make the connection out of their right. sense of charity as they're showing up to the hosts they bring the majority of the food rather than be invited as the guests right it's, and, it's a, yeah. a complete reversal of, yeah. of what i knew yeah yeah they they brought it they and and they had a they didn't fully trust them but yeah their their you know disposition their religious beliefs taught them that that they're to give charity to the helpless yeah. And, and, uh, you know, extend hospitality to anyone who comes to them. Gosh, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's just that, uh, it's like a horror movie, you know, mm. like you're like, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and then it's just, they just, they just do it. And you're just like, Oh, Oh no. You know? Yeah. Um, well, uh, and that's 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 let's just briefly touch on like the Puritans and the the Pilgrims and all that too, because that's the other piece. So you got the Squanto and the meal, and you've got these things that are happening. But we have this. Well, they've got to get away. They're being persecuted by the king and their right. religious beliefs, right? And they've yep. they're gonna go over and they're gonna they're gonna finally be free and and do their own thing. And like that's not accurate. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, there's a reason why they they had to leave, <laughs> you know, follow the trail. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they they uh, now granted they're they're absolute. There's some persecutions happening, but then it's just like, but why, you know, why were they persecuted? Uh, and it sounds to me like they were just a lot of zealots, 
Yes. Uh, and and they were just like nothing is they're, they're nothing is good enough and so they're just going to go over here and they're and they're I mean it, it's it's very cultish sounding, you know. Yes. Uh yeah, and it was I I I equated it also again back in 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 a school sense which would be okay, I I have been bullied before. Um so they were probably persecuted, right? They needed to get away. But now I'm going to go elsewhere and because I have been bullied, I will now be the bully. So they come to the, you know, the new land and they weren't so innocent. You know, now having been victims, they now turn that on on the Indians. They're going to do all these horrible things. Right. Um it says uh including deception treachery torture war genocide like wait a minute right this is the stuff that you were trying to get away from now you've turned it into this you've taken the holiness and the holy war and whatever now you put it on a whole other group of people right horrible yeah and and it's like and not only that not only that but they did it in the name of god yeah exactly which just makes my skin crawl and and it should make any anyone you know uh just really question everything really and uh, i think i think so i think again because you had sent this before thanksgiving and so i i had kind of that filter this year and i i i i'm really working at not that and really thinking though truly about like gratitude and leaning into that and not especially having yeah. read this, like we are now thank we're giving thanks for the massacre. Right. We are so pleased for having, you know, multiple um, victories over the heathens, to, you know, right. to celebrate like, Oh right. my gosh, no, right. I don't, I don't want that in my head. I want to, I want to have gratitude. I want to be right. thankful for the blessings I have been given my family and the food in that regard and not, um, overpowering a, a different group of people and that I'm successful because someone else is not type of thinking. So, yeah. and I think, you know, I think it's okay to, to have a day of, of, you know, have gratitude day, you know, yes. like I, I think that's, you know, perfectly fine. And, but, you know, now in that, you know, this, I, I think, you know, we have a responsibility to make sure that you're remembering, you know, uh, remembering the history and and not just glossing over it because it because it was for you before your time you know mm-hmm. uh and i think that's i agree that's the literal least we can do right i agree it, completely and and approach it in a whole different way acknowledge it um and and don't perpetuate it right um right to say that it didn't happen or like dig a little deeper than get more of those perspectives we started this with, I guess is where I'm kind of at. It's like, okay, I have the, these authors and this researcher, whatever, let's, let's get a little bit more. Let's find right. out um, some of those other details and, and confirm, right? I mean, good scientists, you know, you, you look for multiple perspectives and evidence yeah. um, to, to rethink that in a way that's going to be, a positive try to now again lean into the gratitude side of things i i, right. I like that Re- renaming it even for goodness sake god i'm <laughs> exactly I, yeah. I am i'm just i'm so i mean I know. I'm embarrassed by saying thanksgiving in that way like that's where it originated from yeah. that right. i just can't i know it's just th- sickening it is there is no yeah. other way to say that right well, and it, it kind of, you know, again, trickles into just the, the, all these sports teams with, with the native names and, 
you know, again, like I think so many people, you know, and myself included, you just get so desensitized mm. through the repetition of things. And, but, you know, like you kind of opened with, but the, the key is, is, you know, uh, is knowledge, you know, yeah. and, and, and learning. And once you learn now, now you can grow, you know, now, now you can, uh, now you can change. Yep. And, you know, I think there's so many people that it's like, they're afraid of that knowledge because then they know that that's gonna, that's gonna put the, the onus on them to, to do something with it. And and I, I mean, I get it. Like that's, it's hard to, like you said, you're, you're in your fifties. Like now it's totally, this has changed. Yeah. There's no going back, you know, no. at and least not with a clear conscience. I mean, you no. could just be like, well, I'm just going to stuff this and I'm just going to put this away and, and pretend like it didn't happen. Uh, and I mean, you could do that. Uh, but no, I, and I don't want don't. it to be, I, I, I want to, uh, I, I, as I said, I want to, I want to think about, um, this holiday in a different way. I want to, like you said, it's so prevalent in sports. It's just, it's just the way we we talk about them and support them, and the mascots and all those things that that have occurred over the years. But um, you know, a lot of violent war type things. But it does stem from things like this with with right. cowboys and indians and fighting battling and massacres like we say that we're gonna go we were massacred you get there was a route right we say yeah. it was a massacre like all right that's exactly tied into you know th these these situations that we're talking about here surrounding thanksgiving so i guess i think it's a it's just a good opportunity to at least pause again start with acknowledging it and then be action-oriented Yes. try to do something different than you have in the past right don't roll over don't stick your head in the sand own it uh you know um give your thanks but but own own the history and it might not have been you personally but it it very well is your ancestor yeah and and i think uh you know i don't know how many people out there believe in karma and all that but you know there there's a way that you can you can write the wrong, even if it's not, uh, you know, completely, uh, but it's, it's still a way that uh, you can recognize and, and be honoring of, of, uh, of these yes, victims sir. of genocide and annihilation and all that. Yeah. So. Yes, sir. Well, that was a, a not, not a light topic tonight. No. So, uh, uh, but I hope uh, you know. I think I think it's a good for us to again go into the the deep dark end of the end of the water uh, at times, and and to just again explore the Godfather. That's not always um, pleasant and jovial. Uh, and so, so thanks for sticking with us, and and we'll we'll see what we got uh, on tap for December. Sounds good. That's all we have, as you heard from Keith. Godfather artwork is designed by Chuck Bennis. Theme music is from The Godfather, composed by Nito Roda. We appreciate your listening, and please join us again real soon. <laughs>